All right, we got a couple of just short segments here. This is a Dan Rather imitation I used to do on a radio show. And if I have to explain to you who Dan Rather is, then you're not even listening. You're not even here. You're listening to some other podcast, which is perfectly fine. Um, what had happened was we signed on our station in uh, July of 2004. It was July 6th of 2004. And there was a huge controversy over some documents that Dan Rather and CBS News said they had that proved that George W. Bush had used undue influence to get out of the Vietnam War. And later, those documents were proven to be false because they had a bad source. There was actually a film about this made in 2015 called Truth that stars Kate Blanchett. And uh, Robert Redford plays the part of Dan Rather. Anyway, I started doing a Dan Rather character a couple of uh, times on the show every day. We do it like at, I think, 640 and then we repeat it at 9 or 9.30 on the show. I always wanted for a radio show, a morning show, to have a monologue because I really kind of loved the Johnny Carson monologue back in the day, and I thought America got a lot of its news and how it formed its opinions based on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show monologue. So I wanted that for a radio show, but how do you do that? You can't do at 6.02, hey, here's a monologue of stuff. And that's what I wanted. That's kind of what Dan Rather was all about. It's a very okay imitation. It's not a great imitation, I admit fully. If you're dead or irrelevant, I can pretty much do your voice. That has not been financially rewarding for me per se. So this is from 2006. Apparently in the first one, uh, Israel and Hezbollah had been at war. And then this is going to be, this is something that I reference quite a bit, because this is going to be toward the end of Dan Rather's career when he was a bit disgraced. CBS really just kicked his butt right out the door in the most insulting way possible. They gave him a career retrospective at 10 o'clock on the Friday night before Labor Day weekend, which is the least viewed network television programming time slot of <laughs> the year. Now, just this is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to let you get on with your fun. When I do the birthdays and the This Date in History, I always get them wrong. And people didn't get this. They were like, well, you got that wrong. Diane Cannon was not the star of Cannon. Well, that was the point. Dan Rather was a goof who got stuff wrong. That's what we were saying, even though I liked Dan Rather, and he was a little crazy, which really was the point. Anyway, enjoy this. Uh, it's a couple of imitations of Dan Rather all the way back from 2006. <laughs> Dan Rather, HDNet News. The ceasefire continues to hold between Israel and Hezbollah, and that is making most of the world breathe a little easier. Meanwhile, Mel Gibson took a brief break from rehab yesterday and said that the only reason Israel called a ceasefire is because the Jews don't want to keep paying for the bullets. <laughs> Gibson immediately apologized for the remarks, which he said were induced by cheap booze sold to him by, well, Jews. Meanwhile... How was your Elvis death day yesterday? Thousands of complete losers hung out at Graceland commemorating the 29th anniversary of the king's death on his porcelain throne. To mark the occasion, Merck Pharmaceuticals introducing the Elvis pack. This is very interesting. A fully licensed thing from the Elvis estate. It is a three-pack of Oxycontin, Roxaset, and a Xanax chaser. <laughs> You'll be feeling good like the king, and it's available exclusively at your Walmart. When your kids get you all shook up with their back-to-school list, Take the Elvis three-pack, and you'll start having a suspicious mind <laughs> oh, at Walmart. 
<laughs> Britney Spears has admitted that her current pregnancy was unplanned, which means that in addition to not knowing how to sing, she is completely <laughs> clueless when it comes to birth control. Yeah. The Surgeon General immediately dispatched a task force to the Spears home in California, saying it was absolutely crucial that Britney and her husband Kevin Federline never reproduce again. The American gene pool cannot take it. When informed of this, Miss Spears said she didn't know who Gene was and certainly had never used his pool. <laughs> By now, many of you have heard that CBS has scheduled the big Dan Rather retrospective for the Friday night before Labor Day. I'm sure yeah, you've heard this. Yeah, for this one. Yeah, big. Thanks for the sweet time slot, CBS. Who am I up against? Moesha? <laughs> I, be I believe some of the affiliates have already chimed in, and they will be preempting the salute to yours truly instead opting for the Magic Bullet infomercial. I think both of you who watch this thing will be surprised and amused. I have put my entire heart and soul into this special, and you'll see your intrepid reporter as you have never seen him before. My true fans will see me killing Viet Cong, taking down Nixon, going on a death-defying mission to kill the Ayatollah, trying to stop John Hinckley, fighting in the jungle with the Contras, taking down the Berlin Wall, uh, attempting to separate Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Too late. You see it all. And right now on pay-per-view, you can get Dan Gone Wild. You'll see me topless <laughs> in some of the hottest spring break spots in America. Panama City, Cancun, Puerto Rico, South Padre Island. Dan Gone Wild is not for the kiddies. And no, you don't need documents. Do order now. You were there, and Dan Rather was there in 1973 when Willie Mays hit his 660th and final home run. Of course, he was on steroids. His heart immediately exploded right after he hit that home run. In 1998, you were there and Dan Rather was there as President Clinton gave grand jury testimony via closed-circuit TV from the White House concerning his relationship with Monica Lewinsky. Interestingly enough, much like Elvis Presley, he could not be filmed from the waist down. Today's celebrity birthdays. Actor Robert De Niro, best known as one of the stars of The Godfather. He is turning 63 years old today. Mark Felt, the man who is known as Deep Throat, second only to your intrepid reporter in taking down Nixon. Mark Felt is 93 years old. And actor Sean Penn, of course, once married to pop diva Paula Abdul. <laughs> Sean Penn, 46 years old. And we are 900 and... Three days away from George W. Bush leaving the White House permanently. Well, yesterday we were like 980. Stop counting. Shut up, hack man. Your, hack, your accurate forecasts are not that accurate either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're getting me so mad I can't even talk, much like yourself. Yeah, I've, I've heard you stumble more this morning, I think, than you did in your career. Heard you stumble over that magic eight ball you predict the weather with. <laughs> Dan Rather, HDNet News, Courage. Dan Rather, HDNet News, here in North Carolina for the president's big visit today. Of course, the president will head to Randolph County after he lands to tout his No Child Left Behind program, which is sort of like Ben Affleck returning to the North Carolina School of the Arts to celebrate his success in Geely. In fact, this reporter has done his research, and this one's going to knock your socks off. Apparently, two children have been left behind. Darvis Baisden of Fuquay Verena and Danny Wilson of Dobson have both been left behind, and even a mission from Chuck Norris cannot bring them back. The <laughs> president don't, doesn't want you to know this, but in fact, those two children have been left behind. Later this evening, the president will be at a fundraiser in Greensboro, which is a little unusual. This reporter finds it because Greensboro was the site where George Bush's great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather started the family tradition of draft dodging. <laughs> Many historians note the importance of the Battle of Guilford Courthouse, 
And of course it was there where Nathaniel Green battled Lord Cornwallis and the skirmish took such a toll on British forces that Cornwallis was forced to surrender a little bit later on at Yorktown. What historians have forgotten is that Aloysius Bush specifically used his father Jedediah Bush to help get him a cushy spot in the sardine packaging plant in Toms River, New Jersey. <laughs> Nothing changes. Please regain your composure, yeah. fellow broadcasters. A brave town crier had the documents, but he was drawn and quartered by the Bush family. I do have the parchments. Madonna is facing heavy criticism over adopting an African baby in a ceremony that was eerily similar, some say, to slavery rituals of a few hundred years ago. She basically had the children lined up and then picked the best one out of there. And she says she may adopt another one soon in a similar fashion. Of course, all this happening in Africa. Madonna angrily snapped at the press yesterday and said that the situation was nothing like slavery. And she then insisted the reporters call the child Toby. You were there. <laughs> oh, jeez. And Dan Rather was there on this date in 1931. Thomas Edison, who, of course, the great inventor who invented the automobile and liquid paper, he died on this day in 1931 <laughs> at the age of 84 years old. Today's celebrity birthday is uh, Chuck Berry, of course, responsible for such hit rock and roll tunes uh, such as uh, She Loves You, Yeah, 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 and others. <laughs> Turned 80 years old today. Actress Pam Dauber, of course, one of the stars of the hit sitcom Taxi, 55 years old today. Aaron Moran, I believe Aaron Moran played Potsy on Happy Days. She is 45 years old. And we are 828 days away from George W. Bush leaving the White House and heading back to Crawford, Texas. So much material, it was hard to rip, huh? Very difficult. Like Dan a phone Rather, book. He gets a little shaky sometimes. You know, I've been pumping some iron at night, so I'm not as strong as I used to All be right. in the mornings. <laughs> Dan Rather, HDNet News. Courage.